Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is The Most Effective Spiritual Warfare. You know, the topic of spiritual warfare has generated a lot of great teaching through the years and just the awareness of the spirit realm and the awareness of our enemy, Satan, and he is mentioned in the Bible and he's mentioned as the father of all lies. We're told in Ephesians chapter 6 to put on the full armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles and the, the tactics of the devil. And it's there's also been some negative teachings and some teachings regarding the topic of spiritual warfare through the last 30, 40 years that has, I believe, created bad beliefs. So just as a foundation for what I'm going to say here, I do believe that the devil is real. I do believe that there are times when we need to deal directly with him and recognize such things as regional demonic principalities. But I believe those those have been overemphasized through the years and have actually built in us as Christians a bad belief system regarding what is really important in spiritual warfare. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. It says, We demolish arguments or we demolish pretensions and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And in that passage, which has been frequently used to support pulling down regional principalities, demonic principalities, and focusing in on on the devil, really what it's talking about is belief systems in in our own minds, strongholds in our own thinking, uh, thoughts and beliefs and doctrines that have tried to exalt itself above the knowledge of God within our lives. And the only command that's given in that is to take every thought captive. And so I've said frequently, the greatest spiritual warfare is to take thoughts captive. It's the decision to think higher and believe higher than what we are experiencing. Now the devil, the only weapon that he really has is the lie. And I've got good news for you. You don't have to believe his lies. Once his lies are not believed, he is disempowered. In Colossians, we're told that Jesus disarmed principalities and powers and defeated them on the cross. And so we know this. <laughs> and I like the joke, you know, all that Satan has is, is a, a mouth. He's, he's disarmed. He's defeated. He has no arms. He has no feet. He only has a mouth. I may be taking a little liberties on that, but... <laughs> In one sense, it's true. And if, and I like it says in, in the armor of God, it says, take up the shield of faith wherewith you can quench all of the fiery darts 
of the wicked one. And I believe his fiery darts are lies. And we can quench them all through the shield of faith, the shield of, of good beliefs. And I think the devil at times just sends us on wild goose chases regarding spiritual warfare that is just exclusively focused on binding him and rebuking him and 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 trying to discern what what principalities there there may be and again i believe there's times where that is necessary but my point here is that i believe it's also been overemphasized i've shared out of judges 6 and the the following chapters about gideon and and i've said that the future of the nation of israel was locked up in the thinking in Gideon's mind. The Israelites were oppressed by the Midianites and they were worshiping Baal and, and it was a very dark time. And, and ultimately though, the problem wasn't the Midianites, wasn't Baal, wasn't a demonic regional principality. Ultimately, the problem was what Gideon was thinking. And when the angel gave the prophetic word in Judges 6.12, telling Gideon he was a mighty warrior, he was a mighty man of valor. That word, that prophetic word, the purpose of that was to defeat the biggest stronghold. And that stronghold was in Gideon's mind. Truly, the regional principality was in, in Gideon's mind. Now, the, the prophetic, prophetic ministry, the purpose of prophetic is to change how people think. And ultimately, it, it's to pull down strongholds in people's minds. It's to demolish arguments and high things that are exalting itself against the knowledge of God. And when you mix prophetic, or, or let me say it this way, when, when you have clear identity statements in the prophetic and you tell people who they are, and you tell cities who they are, and you tell nations who they are, that, that speaking that speaking of life is what begins to destroy the stronghold. In Isaiah 61, it says, Proclaim liberty to the captives. Proclaim liberty to the captives. We are to tell people, we are to tell locations that are in a captive experience that they are free. It's in that proclamation where someone actually hears their true state and their true identity that the stronghold starts to go down. Because we are not who our past experience says we are. We are who God says we are. And when we declare who God says we are, or who someone else is, or what a city or region is, that proclamation is the key, in my opinion, to the greatest and most effective spiritual warfare. So today in your life, how do you apply this in, in your life? Well, I think the way you apply it is certainly the, the, the things that we teach in Igniting Hope Ministries, the power of declarations, the power of renewing your mind, the power of victorious mindsets. It just reinforces the, the reality that as we go after those things, and if you're new to our ministry, just listen to more podcasts. Go to our website, ignitinghope.com 
find resources there. We've written many books and we have online curriculums that, uh, and things that will, will help you. But how, I'd say how we apply this is just, let's just go to another level. And, and let's not entertain thoughts that would somehow make us think that we can't dislodge what the enemy is doing. You know, when we one of his, one of his biggest tactics is just to make us think he's winning. <laughs> he's not winning. Jesus gave a prophetic word. He said, "The gates of hell will not prevail against the church." He said that in Matthew 16. That's a great promise to stand on. So the most effective spiritual warfare, the most effective spiritual warfare is taking thoughts captive is recognizing that it is the strongholds of the mind that are the greatest obstacle to the purposes of God. The greatest strongholds blocking the purposes of God are not regional demonic principalities, but they're, they're strongholds in the thinking of Christians. Once the thinking of Christians changes and comes in line with what the Lord is doing, nations will be saved and i i say this over you today that the lord is supernaturally causing you to think at a level you never have there's grace on you to take captive thoughts like never before and to pull down this stronghold that are not only blocking god's purposes but also blocking and hindering the the great purposes in your own life Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. And remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If somebody, if something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Somebody's becoming unreasonably optimistic. God partners with people who have hope who are unreasonably optimistic. And I believe our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's no convenient time to become joyful. For most listening today, today's just not a good day to become radically joyful. But we don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. We all have unresolved circumstances. We all have relational situations that we wish were improved. We all have uh, areas in our personal lives and habit patterns that we want to see get strengthened. If we wait for all of those to, to get to a place of, of perfection or, or, or what we think are good, to become, if we wait for that time to become joyful, we're going to wait probably forever. Hey, bless you. Looking forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.